0: Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on W.I.L.K. News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM or anywhere on that Odyssey app. 31 degrees with some light snow in our area just coming up on 509. Well, the uh, director of the NSC spokesperson, Admiral Kirby, had something to say during a a back and forth. And I'm going to bring in my good friend Tony Schaefer in just a minute. But you got to hear this. U.S. National Security Council Coordinator for Strategic Communications, John Kirby. John, good morning to you. It's great to have you. So let's start there. And what can you tell us about potential injuries to American troops in Iraq? And how will the U.S. respond to this latest attack? Well, as we understand, at this early hour on Sunday morning, it's only a very small number of uh, U.S. troops that were affected. Uh, They're being seen for traumatic brain injuries uh, with uh, some symptoms of concussions, but no serious uh, physical injuries other than that. Not that that's not serious enough. Of course it is. Uh, But uh, we understand it's a small number, and and it's limited to uh, traumatic brain injuries. Obviously, we're going to do what we have to do to protect them. I mean, these attacks have to stop, Uh, and we've made that very clear. We're going to continue to to take uh, the kind, of actions we need uh, to better defend ourselves i would um i'm proud to bring in my next guest tony schaefer former lieutenant colonel an intelligence expert best-selling author tony am i missing something here traumatic brain injuries concussions of our u.s soldiers overseas after an attack and it's not serious come on rob who needs their brain you know it's just like it's like an appendix you know I mean, uh, no, I mean, it's,
1: it's as bad as it appears. I, look, I know John Kirby, and, and I am uh, a shame for him. Uh, this has been an issue that uh, I and my friends have been talking about all day. And shame on Admiral Kirby. You know, he's a retired naval officer, to be so dismissive and, frankly, disrespectful. And he's lying. Uh, right now, I'm in North Carolina. There are members of the military at Fort Liberty. One of them is an aviator who is actually badly injured, critically injured. In one of those attacks. So uh, as much as uh, Kirby is uh, speaking to defend the, the administration, he's literally lying and diminishing the value of service of American uh, members of the military deployed. And one of the real quick on that, uh, you know, they, they wonder why people aren't signing up in the military. This is exhibit one. This is the first exhibit I would look at, because when you have people in harm's way, uh, we have Navy SEALs who are missing from a, a, a an operation which Joe Biden has even acknowledged. This is completely disrespectful of everything members of the military sign up to do, and and work to defend the country. And it's, it's 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 as bad as it looks.
0: And between the attacks that are taking place in Iraq, at our bases all over the Middle East, and the shipping lanes, and our our warships, these are these are in the yep. hundreds now. These attacks. Yes, and they're going to get,
1: Yeah, so and it's, and it's going to continue to expand. There's more weapons on the way from uh, from uh, Tehran. The the Houthi have seen success, and because the attacks that we have conducted have been literally less than less than ineffective, what we're doing is demonstrating weakness. And the more we use military power ineffectively, which I argue is on purpose, we could be. Actually, cutting off the hand providing these things to the Houthi. It's the Iranian hand. The Pentagon spokesman actually acknowledged that earlier today, saying, Yeah, we know the Iranians are behind all this, but we don't want to go to a war with Iran. Okay, don't go to war with Iran, but you've got to do those things necessary to inflict uh, punishing blows which make them stop. At this point, uh, at that location where they're fighting, the Red Sea is now uh, cutting off, it's, it's an affecting 4% of global shipping. Uh, it's cut in half the shipping that goes through the Suez Canal that drops off revenue to our uh, allies, the Egyptians, and actually impacts this more more drastically on the British and the EU than us. But in any case, uh, we are sitting back and allowing this to happen. And, and, and let me say this for the record. If I were told to go in and, and put together a plan to stop the Houthi, I could do it, and we could do it. We could actually be effective in stopping these folks within about 24 hours because we would hit the right targets. Right now, Rob, they're not hitting the right targets, and they're not hitting them because they don't want to.
0: Yeah, h- hitting empty tents in the middle of the desert really doesn't really hurt anybody, especially. And I'm glad you brought right. up the, the 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 Navy SEAL operation, that this administration really hasn't acknowledged the loss of these two sailors. They were named today by the Department of Defense, Navy Special Warfare Operator First Class Christopher Chambers, 37, and Navy Special Warfare Operator Se- Separated Class Second Class Nathan Gage Ingram. Again, they were part of a team that did board a fishing vessel that was confirmed transporting missile parts from Iran to Yemen right. to be shot at the shipping lanes and our sailors. Right.
1: And this is where we could be doing that a lot more. It's tragic this happened to those folks. They were actually doing the job that they, they chose to do, and God bless them. Uh, with that said, uh, this is but one uh, area that we should be focused on. Sun Tzu said, tactics without strategy is a noise before defeat. And that's what they're doing. They're doing, they're making a lot of noise. They're doing a lot of things to show activity, but doing it in such a way that it literally does nothing to dissuade or deter the Houthi from doing it. And Iran's going to continue to expand what they're doing because it's being effective. The Iranians see this as a success. The Houthi see this as a success. And nothing is stopping them from continuing to do what they think they want to do. To deter, uh, to basically interfere with uh, the U.S. Uh, and our allies and the commerce that goes through that region.
0: Now, Tony, you said you're down in in, in the Carolinas, and you you know uh, an airman I that's down there that's suffering from injuries sustained in in this theater out there. Is this administration what? downplaying our sailors, our soldiers, our Marines who are being injured? Just like Kirby did in this statement saying, you know, TB, TBI and, and concussions, you know, it's nothing. Serious stuff, you know, didn't really happen.
1: Yeah, imagine if someone on the conservative side said this and, and the outrage that would happen. No, they, they see, the Biden administration sees individuals in the military as essentially an asset that is to be used like a tool rather than respected as a human being. That is the sad truth. And we've seen this, we saw this in the Afghanistan withdrawal, the completely dismissive uh, directions given, uh, the loss of life, Joe Biden looking at his watch during the receiving ceremony at uh, at Dover Air Base. Uh, It's only continued and expanded. You you literally have sociopaths in charge of national security that could care less about the the sacrifice and injuries of those which are serving uh, to defend this country. It is what it is. You can't change the facts that we see now capped off with John Kirby's literally insane comments about, yeah, TB, you know, brain injuries, no big deal, literally. I mean, let me say, I've been in combat. I've been under fire. Trust me. It's a big deal if you're there on the receiving end of fire. And, again, for them to be so, like, literally, yeah, it's no big deal. It's a big deal. And it's something that I hope the American people get really upset about.
0: Uh, being a parent of two naval officers myself, it infuriates me, his, his indifference to, to this type of situation. So, uh, and again, we're yep. talking to t- Tony Schaefer, former lieutenant colonel, intelligent expert and bestselling author. Now, one of the first things the Biden administration did was remove the Houthis off a terrorist list. Now they put them back they on, did. but they didn't put them on the same list that they were on. This is like a terrorist list light, which doesn't criminalize uh, coordination with them, business with them. Uh, what do we need to do here to to send a clear message with To them and, like you state, Iran, which is really pulling the strings here.
1: Well, you got to fix the policy. And to your point, yeah, the, the, there's something called the, 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 the Foreign Terrorist Organization, the FTO list. <laughs> and they aren't on it. As a matter of fact, this new special list that they're on doesn't even kick in for another uh, 20, 25 days. So They've got a month to go before it kicks in. Yeah, this is another equivalent of a strongly worded memo from a lawyer. That's all this is. And uh, what they have to do is fix the policy. Right now, Rob, the policy is to fail. They have decided to alienate our allies, our Arab allies, such as Saudi Arabia and others. By the way, Saudi Arabia was being very effective in going after the Houthi before the Biden administration came in. We were funding that. The The, the, the Saudi Arabian military was actually chartered by the United Nations to go into Yemen and restore the elected government. And let me tell you, the Houthi who up, upset and removed the, the government – Was supposed to be basically, you know, and they're not even talking about this. The UN has actually said the Houthi need to be removed. Yet Biden came in, defunded the Saudis, took the Houthi off the terror list because of Iran. This administration is giving all sorts of favors to Iran. They're funding them. They gave them $6 billion back. They've taken off sanctions, allowed them to make $30-plus billion on oil sales to the Chinese and others. We are literally funding both sides of this. The Biden administration is... Has decided as a as a policy issue to not do anything to stop what we now know is the largest uh, exporter of terror on the planet, the Iranian government. And that and until we go after the Iranians directly, to, like like Trump did with Soleimani, who was took out Soleimani at Soleimani in Iraq. By the way, the guy who was traveling outside of Iran. Until we start doing that, we're going to continue to see Iran a, a fund and support all of these activities.
0: Unfortunately, this Administration doesn't have the backbone to do any of that. Plus, we have China watching this with their intentions with Taiwan, saying, "Hey, if America's being being uh, stymied by these bunch of pirates, these Houthi rebels that are just lobbing rockets at us where we're using multi-million dollar ordnance to take down, you know, a thousand dollar drone, um, what 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 what, what, what messages is that sending to them as far as their intentions in the Pacific now?
1: Well, I think uh, we're looking at the, the Chinese becoming more aggressive. As a matter of fact, at the time that we're talking, uh, as of today, six more of those reconnaissance balloons were sent over Taiwan in a provocation. Xi and China, the, the CCP, PRC, were looking for an upset in the Taiwanese democratic elections. That basically, they had their elections about, uh, about a week ago. And the party who remained in power, this is the third, first time in their history, the Taiwanese history, that the same political power is being reelected three times. This party is anti-Chinese. They're anti the CCP. They want Taiwan to be independent. And, of course, the first thing Joe Biden comes out says to Reuters, yeah, we don't support Taiwan independence. We don't support the democracy. He said this. And so the Chinese now, I think, are going to start ratcheting up and try to figure out what they can do to do something. Because I think they were counting on the election to go their way. It didn't go that way. And now I think they're looking at what they can do to take advantage of Joe Biden's weakness, which I would say is going to materialize by the by late spring, early summer.
0: Incredible. And, you know, all it takes is for one of these terrorist organizations like the Houthis uh, in the Red Sea or targeting Iraq is to be lucky once. Um, Thankfully, they they haven't been lucky that much as far as our shipping lanes and hitting our our ships. They've been able to interdict a lot there, but it's just a matter of time before something happens.
1: Well, they've been able to do that. That's what they did over the weekend. That's why they were able to finally get hits in uh, Erbil. The the curve the thing that Kirby's talking about was the fact that finally they had so many weapon systems coming in on one location we couldn't stop them all. That's what, and so to your point it's 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 inevitable before some major ship gets hit and is destroyed, or we have someone dead. They, they know this. This is not this is not rocket science. This is simply a game of, of uh, uh, intimidation that this administration is choosing to ignore and pretend it's not happening. And it's very
0: dangerous. And straight from the podium of the white house downplaying TBI and concussions that, that happened as yep. a result of it. Tony, yep. I That's appreciate a, it. Uh, yep. If, if, if my listeners want to follow you and what you're doing, do you have anything coming up? Can they follow you on social media? How can they do this?
1: Well, I'm, I'm T. Spooky on uh, so, on uh, Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, and then um, I'm president of Project Sentinel, projectsentinel.com. Then check out what we're doing over there. It's our new uh, project focused on uh, trying to re- return common sense and the Founding Fathers' philosophies to national security. So I think people will be happy to see what we're doing
0: over no there. No doubt, and I shared your link on X uh, on my social media as well, so hopefully people Great. can follow you there because they're going to stay informed greatly, just like I do when I follow you, my friend.
1: Thank you, Rob. Thank you.
0: Tony, thanks for joining the Rob O'Donnell Show today. Yeah, thanks.
1: Thank you.